Welcome. You're listening to the Voice of Vedanta podcast from the Vedanta Society of Southern California. Visit us on the web at vedanta.org. Om Nirogan Asheshan Apahangshitushta Rushta Tukaman Shakulan Uvishtan Tvammasritanang nabipat naranam Tvammasritahi asrayatang prayanti Vishveshwaritvang paripashi vishwam Vishvatmikadharayasiti vishwam Vishveshubandhya bhavati bhavanti Vishvasrayaye tvibhakti namra Om Shanti, Shanti, Shantihi. O Mother, when pleased, you destroy all illness and disease. But when wrathful, you frustrate all the desires longed for. No calamity befalls men who take refuge in you. They verily become glorified in the world. And this becomes a source of refuge to all who have shot you in their lives. O Queen of the Universe, you protect the Universe. As the Self of the Universe, you support it. You are the Goddess worthy to be adored by the Lord of the Universe. Those who bow with devotion to you, they themselves become the refuge of the universe itself. Om peace, peace, peace be unto us all. Good morning. And today our topic is, Is Mother Black? Is my mother black? It's really confusing probably to have such a topic. <laughs> but this is one of the famous songs which Sri Ramakrishna used to sing and went to ecstasy. Swami Vivekananda used to sing for Ramakrishna also. And Sri Ramakrishna used to go into deep samadhi. And the song says, My mother Shama Ma, oh my mother Shama, is Kali, my mother, really black, the naked one, though black, she seems, but lights the lotus of the heart. That is the Divine Mother you're talking about. Because this only uh, this coming Thursday is Mother's worship. We will worship Mother as Mother Kali in our Hollywood temple. And Sri Ramakrishna worship this Mother and is to cry and pray and have the vision and experience. And this whole play, this world is the play of that Divine Mother. But her complexion is dark, dark complexion. So the question is that who is this Mother? This is a very important aspect of worshipping God as Mother. God as Mother, fundamentally, she is infinite. She is absolute. She manifests herself in this whole universe. This name and form, the sun, moon, stars, what we see, it is all Mother. Mother has expressed herself in this way. That's a big philosophy. And this mystic poets like Kamala Kanto, this is the song of Kamala Kanto, one of the mystic of Bengal. He expressed his experience about the Divine Mother of the universe in this wonderful composition, which is the part of our topic. First line of that is the part of our discussion today. So the Mother Kali is 
worshipped. Her color is always made black or little bluish sometimes. But why this black and why this blue? Its explanation is that, and devotees meditate on this form. But when they meditate, their inner chamber of the heart becomes bloomed with light, with the consciousness, jyoti, the experience of that joy, the bliss. Still, it is worshipped. Worship is start with the color of the body. That because Ramakrishna gave the idea, she is so vast, so infinite. So seen from a distance, we see her in that color, like the infinite. Not infinite though. The ocean, when we travel all over the night, over the ocean, sometimes you have the experience. We look at the Look below, and the whole ocean will appear like a black, huge black, dark mass of something. But that is the water of the ocean. Is the water really dark, or it is dark because we are at a distance? Through meditation, if one moves towards that. Or one comes down to the ocean, and then comes closer and closer and closer. What they will find? Water has no color. That's why this song will say, "Who will be able to fathom what she is like? Sometimes she is white, sometimes she is yellow, sometimes she is in holding different colors. This color is because of our distance." From the dead divine, and that's why we see it from a distance when we have started our spiritual journey to worship. Therefore, it looks like that, but it is not so in reality. You take the water when you go close to the ocean and take the water in your hand. You don't find any color there. That's the thing. She is all pervaded principle. So this whole universe, as I have said. Our earthly mother gives birth to us. This body. That this is the body of the whole cosmos. Is the body, body of her creation. It comes from our cosmic womb. We call, and that is called in the some mystic poets have described mother in that she is holding in her womb this cosmic universe, the stars, planets, the galaxies. It comes and goes. It is all her own creation. So she is called the mother, and that is the mother. But she looks so different as we are distanced, as we have distanced ourselves from her, and look at the world differently. Whole microcosm and macrocosm—they are all coming. It is contained in the womb of the divine mother, and. Its destruction, its creation, is all in her control. There is a mystic vision of Sri Ramakrishna. Probably you remember. One day, Ramakrishna was in a mystic mood, and she saw that one beautiful lady appeared, and she is so beautiful. And then she became affectionate, and she gave birth to a baby. And then she started nurturing. And caring and caressing, and then ultimately she again swallowed her, the baby, in, within herself. It's a mystic vision, but it it creates the whole philosophy of the mother worship. That mother is its everything when you see at the creation. It is the all divine mother. When it does not do anything, that's called Brahman. It is motionless. That reality. Has no change, no motion, no one, no two. You cannot say one. You cannot say two. That is the Brahman, the absolute, and that is actually expressed in this image worship. When you see Mother Kali, you see that Lord Shiva is sitting or lying 
totally in samadhi or lost into the outer consciousness and his body is all white unchanging there is no change there is nothing to add to less but the divine mother is coming standing on the chest of that lord shiva and that she springing from the heart of shiva this is very philosophical thought when you see the the white shiva lying on the ground and is is totally absorbed and you find in the same time that what is happening this mother is coming out coming out of what on the chest and why it is in the chest because it is brahman manifesting in the form of the divine mother and when she comes out of that you see in her beautiful form her face is always soothing and full of love and compassion at the same time you find one hand holding the sword another hand holding the skull of a human face just chopped out it's a terrible form that's why when mother kali sometimes is very terrible for many people but mother is not terrible that is the symbolic so she destroys all the ego and all the negativity of us and then sees that side the sword and the skull ego holding the head here is our stands the concept of e i this and the whole world it is all mother who are you say it is mother oh mother i am i belong to you you are everything of my life sri ramakrishna is to see mother is everything ha ah. that sri ramakrishna taught this song to vivekananda when the day when vivekananda was in the distressed condition that was also mother's condition mother wanted to play that way because you will have to play in the role of the world teacher to cry and weep for the suffering of humanity that's why he being born in the richest family of calcutta became homeless when his father passed away could not even have a square meal for mother and for himself and for the brother and sisters and then frustrated frustrated searching for a job vivekananda who revolutionized the whole world was unable to receive one small job so that she can have some square meal could not find and being frustrated came to ramakrishna and said you please take care i i love you and you can do solve my problem he said no 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 i am nobody go to mother go to the temple the mother is there go and ask today is a good day you have come okay you go and ask whatever you will ask mother will give you don't worry go and he said no 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 sir i don't understand your mother <laughs> i understand you <laughs> so please you do something but no 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 today is a good day please go to mother and you know that story that when he went to the divine mother is a image made up what he called eight elements it's called the eight metals astu dhatu a black stone so you see it's a black stone so he didn't believe in mother in the form that was not his idea this idol worship but with the insistence of sri ramakrishna he went there and suddenly he saw it is not any more black it is a radiant at it is so tangible reality seeing that you know beauty of the mother and that light effulgent light and all pervading beautiful smile in the face of the divine mother he forgot his own suffering and to ask for himself he started saying oh mother give me devotion give me love give me knowledge and he was totally overwhelmed and then came back to ramakrishna and ramakrishna said did you ask ali oh no sir i forgot Then what you come to me for this and you are crying and weeping and you go and i told whatever you will ask mother will give and you come forward go go again he was unwilling to go but again went there 
But second time also it happened the same way. He didn't see the statue. He saw a living mother, mother of the universe. Full of light and effulgence, full of bliss and compassion. How? He thought that how can I ask this petty thing from mother? And it didn't cross his mind even. So he again asked for knowledge, devotion and all that which is highly spiritual. And third time he went and failed. That is the time Sri Ramakrishna said, what can I do? No, sir, you do something for me. He said that, okay, you don't believe my mother. But that gave him the trust that there is mother, mother of the universe. Brahman is absolute. Brahman don't talk to you. (laughs) Brahman don't come to any help of yours. Uh, Though we are Brahman. (laughs) But for for realistic way, we have to go to mother. As you know, in household life, I do not know. You know, when we are children, we are very afraid of dad, no? (laughs) But we are very close to mom. (laughs) You go and you want to get anything, you ask mom (laughs) first. And she will make some arrangement to get whatever you want, no? So this is the mother, divine mother. And then... What happened? See, that is the beautiful song, what I wanted to refer now even. It is a very, very inspirational thing. And then Ramakrishna said, okay, what can I do? Mother has not kept you for worldly life. No joyful, pleasurable life. But you will have some square meal. That much I can grant. So he granted, okay, by mother's grace, you will have no problem, you and your family will have no problem for your food and shelter, eh? humble food and shelter. And then what happened? And Sri Ramakrishna then, that was not the purpose. The whole episode is going on mother's play. Because he wants this Vivekananda, to be Vivekananda, who will cry for the redemption of all. And what experience? Then he sang, he has the experience, he sees mother. And Ramakrishna taught him this song. Oh Ma, you are Mother Tara. Ma Tanghi Tara Tumitriguna Tara Parat Pora Ma Tanghi Tara Oh Mother, you are beyond all duality. They are all surfacing all levels of differences. Paratpara. And you are Mother Tara. And you are the holder, upholder of the whole universe. Tumi jale, tumi sthale, tumi addo mulegoma. Oh Mother, you are in the waters. Jale. You are in the ground, earth. You are the root of everything. Adda mulegoma. Acho sharbo ghate akho pute shakarakar nirakara matanghitara. You are shakar. You are with form. With, with form and with nirakara, without form. You pervade everywhere. Acho sharbo ghate. You are residing in the heart of every being. And you are the mother who creates, maintains and sustains this whole universe. And Sri Ramakrishna taught this song to him and Vivekananda became mad that night. And whole night he sang this song in the room of Ramakrishna. And being tired when he was sleeping, in the morning it was late, Sun has come out. Some people came and asked, Oh, he's sleeping till now. But Ramakrishna was very excited and he said, Oh, don't, don't, don't uh, disturb him. He has sang this song whole night and my Narayan has accepted the Divine Mother. That's a great achievement of Sri Ramakrishna. So this Mother philosophy is a deep philosophy and it is to be understood in its proper grandeur and profound meaning. 
So this mother worship, it is not started in the other day. In Indian spiritual tradition, it goes back to the Vedic time and also pre-Vedic time. In the Indus Valley civilization, it is the settlers, they seem also, they have worshipped this mother. And that continued afterwards in the Vedic and post-Vedic. Even Vedic time, there was worship, reference of mother Durga, Uma, Hoimabating, Bhushobhamanang, Uma, Moibabating. Uh, there is an appearance of the Divine Mother. Bhushobhamanam is full of beauty and expression of peace and joy. And Uma, Hoimabati, her color looks like golden color. And she appeared before the hosts of gods. And she gave them the knowledge of the truth, knowledge of Brahman. There is also a story. We talk too much philosophy, we can have some story also. Story goes that there is a fight. Fight always going on. We say, oh, today's world is all wretched. No, no. This is the world. If you are in the world, it is like that. So in the early days, the, always the demons, hmm, they fight with the good people called gods. So gods become very strong and powerful and fought with the demons, fought with the gods and dethroned them from their own kingdom. They are in the heaven. Hindu gods, you know, not like other gods in other religion, Christian god. Or, you have many gods and they have their duties and responsibilities. They have their power also. Mother looks me, Mother Saraswati, god of fire, god of rain, god of uh, everything, there is a one God for everyone. So all these gods, they took the position, the, the demons took positions and fought, 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 fought and threw them out of their kingdom. And then again they prayed and got the strength and then again drove out the hosts of demons. And when they did that, they thought it is by their own power they have done it. So they were in a conference after the war is over. So after the war he was saying that, oh, you know, I am the god of fire. What did I do now? I is such conflagration of fire. I burned them out and they all driven out. Some the rain god says, hey, you know, I showered such a torrential rain and storm that we blasted out all of them. So everyone is taking the credit that I did, I did, I did, I did. Eh? When ego was going on, expressing like that, there suddenly appeared some figure close to them. And they couldn't recognize. It's neither a human, neither God, neither demon. So they could not recognize. Then, seeing that, the host of gods their leader is Indra. He asked, Okay, you are God of fire. Yeah, what you call wind, wind God. So you are very powerful. Anyhow, so you go and see who is he. We cannot recognize. Go and ask. And then with pride and ego, the God of wind went there. And he was going to ask, who are you, sir? That was the question. But as soon as he reached there, that appearance has such a majesty, he asked the question, Who are you? <laughs> then the God of wind said, You don't know me? What? I, I am such powerful. I am the God of wind. Oh, is it? What is your power, sir? Oh, I can blow away anything at any any time if I like, I can throw away huge things into the air. That's my power. You don't know me? Naturally, if, you, if such a powerful person goes and he will say, who are you? Then arrogance to ask that question. Then that appearance, it is called jaksha. Jaksha means he could not 
recognize what is this personality. God, demon, not God, not demon, not human, not man, not woman. What is that? Then that personality told, okay, you have such power. Okay. See, there is a blade of grass here. Just blast it out. You have your power. He said, what? This is a fool. He does not know my power. What can he do? We know how, how, how Cyclone and Harvey and all these things eh, devastated. House gone into, blown out. The cars are all flying in the sky, you know. That is the power of the wind. And he said, please do this blade of grass here and blow it out. And then he, no sasako, he could not do that. And with all might, all power, he could not move a blade of grass. He went back and he put a sarai, could not recognize. Then another god was sent, the god of fire. You go and burn it. See, what is this recognized? The same happened. He went, the god of fire was asked, who are you, sir? What is your power? What is your source of energy? And he said, I am this. I can burn the whole world or I can make it to ashes. And then what happened? He tried. He told him, could you please burn this blade of grass? He also very full of ego started beginning. But he found that he has no power to burn even a blade of grass. Being the god of fire. So everyone was exhausted. And then lastly, the king of the gods is called Indra. Indra went. But as Indra approached, this appearance disappeared. And then he said, what is this? Then he was less egotistic because he's the king, he has better sense. So he sat down and started meditating. And when he started meditating, in the meditation, there appeared this mother. And that mother, I just referred. There appeared the mother, full of love and compassion, and asked, my child, what do you want? Well, mother, please tell me, what boon I can give you? Mother is always love and... So, what do you want, my child? So, when she appeared, she said, What do you want, my child? This mother, I will ask you something, whatever I ask, I will ask later. But first tell me, who was this appearance? Oh, mother said, My child, you didn't understand? He is that Brahman, who is the source of everything. And this whole universe comes out of that. So here you see, the big philosophy is that Brahman is the ultimate substratum. But when it comes into action, when it moves into activity level, it is all the play of the Divine Mother. So to have your vision, God vision, you need to have the vision of Mother. There's a very important point in the Mother worship. Sri Ramakrishna was in the Benaras, that story. He was on his boat. And when there was the cremation place, that is the most people go to watch that. And there Ramakrishna had the vision. What he saw? He saw that the dead body is lying there and the subtle body is there. Holy Divine Mother, Annapurna came and untied the knots. And then Lord Shiva came and gave the mantra in the year of the departed. And the departed become free from all bondage and merged into that oneness with the Lord. So this is the concept that it is all mother's play. And this universe and everything is an expression of that. That's why the song says that people say, Is Kali my mother really black? The naked one, though black, she seems. Why naked? That's also another explanation. Why naked? Because there is nothing more than her existence to wrap her. She is not limited by anything. Unlimited. That's why this description is that 
this the naked one, though black, she seems the light. He lights the lotus of the heart. This is very important to have the vision experience in the heart. And she resides here and she appears to take away all our ignorance. Men call her black, but yet my mind will not believe that she is so. Now she is white, now red, now blue, now she appears as yellow. That is, I hardly know who mother is. Though I have pondered all my life, now she is Purusha, now Puru Prakiti, and now the void she seems to be. To meditate on all these things confounds this Kamala Kanto, the writer, to wits. So here is a yesterday we are reading that Chireva Pancha. This chit, it is all consciousness. All the five elements are nothing but chit, consciousness. So here it says that it is she, the mother, she is the Purusha. Purusha means, Purusha means in the Bhagavat, we find that Kopila is giving advice to Devahuti and the Kopila says that Prakiti, Prakiti is that, what is Purusha and Prakiti in the language of Bhagavat. We find that prakriti is that which, though undifferentiated, has within itself the cause of all differentiation. That means the mother force, what is called the prakriti nature, we call prakriti and purusha. That's the Sankhya philosophy stands on this. It is purusha and prakriti. Purusha does not mean man, but purusha is the consciousness. And prakriti is the material. So one is the efficient cause, one is the material cause. Like that, you, you, you are putting some something to boil in your oven. The, the heat is the purusha. And when it is transmitted into the pots and pan and with the material, that is called the prakriti, all jumping going on. We see the jumping of the potatoes and rice and everything in the pot, but they are not jumping by themselves. It is all purusha. So purusha and prakriti, purusha is also mother, Prakriti is also mother. So it says Prakriti is that which though undifferentiated has within itself the cause of all differentiation. Prakriti consists of three gunas, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. When these gunas are in equilibrium, in perfect balance, the state is known as Prakriti or nature that is quiet and formless state. When the balance of the gunas is disturbed, then is the universe projected. And the Purusha, who is Purusha? Purusha is without any form, without any attribute, changeless. Therefore, he cannot be the performer of the action. You cannot say Brahman does anything. Brahman is, is there. But all the activity, that's why activity of your mind, activity in the material plane, whatever we see, it is all the play of the Divine Mother. As the sun, though reflected in water, is not affected by the attributes of the water. So the Purusha, though living in the body, is not affected by the attributes of the Gunas. But because, through ignorance, the Purusha identifies himself with the Gunas, he seems to be happy or sorrowful and thinks himself the performer of the action. He is hence his bondage to karma, which subjects him to birth and death in this world, with the result that he is born as the man, God, or beast, or whatever. So, this is the Purusha and Prakriti concept. And here in the song, uh, Kamala Kantu sang, that this is the mother, he is sometimes, now he is Purusha. See, now, his transcendental reality, she, is no, no more she or he, but we have to use some language. It's the mother, sometimes she does not act anyway, then that is the Purusha. And the other time, now Prakriti. Prakriti means all this manifestation and this whole human, human interaction, animal world, the world of the stars and galaxies, wherever you go, to the macro, to the micro, wherever we move, it is all the manifestation and it is all mother and mother. And Sri Ramakrishna says, the Iskali, my divine mother, a black, of black complexion. Ramakrishna says, she appears black, 
because she is viewed from a distance. But when intimately known, she is no longer so. The sky appears blue at a distance. But look at it closely and you will find that it has no color. The water of the ocean looks blue at a distance. But when you go near and take it in your hand, you find that it is colorless. So as I have expressed the idea, you now drive by the Pacific, you see the how many colors in the water. Ah, is that really the water has color? So this is like mother appears to be like that. That is the idea. And this whole universe is only the same. It is mother. We find this reference in the Upanishad also. That Mundak Upanishad said, Jatha urnanavi sijati grinnati cha Jatha prithibhyam ushadhayo shambhavanti Jatha purushat keshalumani Tatha aksharat sambhavati havisham this whole universe has come out of that one absolute truth. It means like a spider. Look at the spider. Spider creates the wave. Beautiful artistic wave. Even we are human artists. Eh, sometimes we'll fail to create such beauty. But how the wave is created by, by the, here, the spider. Spider creates out of his own body. So the same Brahman, that is the concept, same Brahman or same Divine Mother, when does not do anything, is the spider sitting somewhere. When the spider wants to create, she creates everything out of her own. And when even at the instant case, she can take away, withdraw. The beautiful example the Upanishads have found, only one example, in the whole world probably, which matches with Vedantic experience. It says that everything comes out of the Brahman or Mother and it goes back. We call Mother when it is in action. When it is not in action, we call it Brahman. Only we are giving terminology. But the truth is the only one. In action or non-action. So, this, this translation goes, as the wave comes out of the spider and is withdrawn, this spider can withdraw the wave, not after some time, but when she was building the wave, at that moment, it can withdraw. Similarly, God, as plants grow from the soil, it is spontaneous. It is giving the idea, it is, God did not take much time or much effort to create this universe and this diverse reality. It is spontaneous. And he says, and the hair grows from the body of man. So springs the universe from the eternal Brahman. That is the, this universe as we see it. And that expression is called, it is Divine Mother. And that Divine Mother, to the ignorant, appears to be limited. But to the person of knowledge, it is all the play of the Divine Mother. Uh, that's a beautiful idea. In, in happiness and in misery, in suffering and in joy. Whatever we see, whatever we feel, it is the play of the Divine Mother. And if we can feel like that, that gives a relaxation, that gives protection, that gives fearlessness, that relaxes our moods and temperaments, and it gives joy and peace. Because nothing to lose. You know, a baby is very peaceful. Where? In the lap of the mother. Knows protected. So, if we can feel that the whole universe is nothing but that mother. And that mother sometimes is, yes, chastising mother. Sometimes mother is chastising. But in this country, they cannot match. But in other countries, it is more. They can give some slaps and bull. But it is the same mother. And mother is doing for just caring that child. For the betterment of the child. But sometimes mother caresses and Kisses the baby, sometimes gives a scolding, and then that both one form may be very benign form, another form appears that is little rude and little unkind. No? So divine mother, we are the same divine mother. The, I gave you give the example, Ramakrishna saw that beautiful lady, and then she was full of love and compassion, gave birth to the baby, and then was caring and nourishing and nurturing with so much affection, and some, and she swallowed. That means we come from that, we go back into 
that reality and that is the mother and that idea sri ramakrishna dwelt on many occasion bondage and liberation ramakrishna says are both har making how why we are in bondage vedanta will say ignorance but the bhakta will say mother's devotee will say it is har will she wanted like that and she sometimes ties the naughty boy with some rope no even krishna was tied because he was going to uh, sneak and around and then eat the butter and milk from others pots and pans so he was tied to a rope no so mothers it is all bondage and liberation we are bound we are liberated who will do that it is divine mother so it is all her making by her maya by her maya worldly people people become entangled in lust and greed and when through her grace they attain their liberation so it is bondage freedom grace and i chanted that verse when she is pleased then she bestows all blessings and benediction when she is displeased she destroys all so displeased means mother does not get displeased to remove the darkness of the mind to remove all the negativities of the each individual sometimes mother brings us into that odd situation of life to purify us to take in her lap so ramakrishna said she is called the savior and the remover of the bondage that binds one to the world so this mother has this wonderful divine expression that the whole world is because running of that and sri ramakrishna continues that brahman and shakti are identical if you accept the one you must accept the other it is like fire and its power to burn if you see the fire you must recognize its power to burn also you cannot think fire without its power to burn nor can you think of the power to burn without the fire so you cannot conceive the sun's rays without the sun nor can you conceive the sun without its rays so it is said the mother in the transcendental form mother in the manifested form and this manifested form what the primordial power is ever at play mother is playing in her own way why she plays why she put someone who will question that huh? we cannot solve that mystery but it is the divine will of the divine mother that primordial power is ever at play and she is creating preserving and destroying these are all ramakrishna's words she is creating preserving and destroying just like if in a play this is a very beautiful word this power this power is called kali kali is verily brahman brahman is verily kali it is one and the same reality when you think of it as inactive that is to say not engaged in the acts of creation preservation and destruction then we call it brahman but when it engages in these activities then we call it kali or shakti the reality is one and the same the difference is in name and form so it appears to be very simple but it is to be understood in life that this is everything is the divine play going on you me we are all playmates in the life situation no some we love some we agree some we disagree we smile at someone we hate at someone this is all going on orchestrated by whom there is someone in the background she is making play ramakrishna said that's why sami vivekananda has a beautiful poem my mother my play is done that's a beautiful poem where he says that all through my life i'm going through all the turmoils and pleasant and turmoil things of my life uh, i am tired of it please now break my bond and take me with you so this is the call inner call and 
the infinite we cannot worship it is much easier when we can feel that she is the divine mother she is in my heart she is guiding me she is in all my difficulties and all my troubles all my sufferings she is there holy mother said that very beautifully she said that my child whenever you are in difficulty whenever you are in suffering or any condition you know there is mother for you this very very profound utterance even when you are in difficulties this simple word can give you so much solace the world may abandon but mother cannot abandon so this is the mother that mother we are talking about and that mother we worship in the black hue but it is the divine mother who is only for our benefit ha eh? sami vivekananda said oh mother you are holding my hand all through my life taking me to the odd and beautiful ways journey in the journey i am paraphrasing them that you have always taking me but you are holding me in my hand and you are taking me everywhere sami vivekananda when he came and at the end of his so much work in this west and also in the awakening india he said it is it is mother which sri ramakrishna injected in me and i am helpless she drove me all through the life from one place to another and made me what she wanted to do it is the divine mother so what we see vivekananda in the outside a big orator speaker giving new thought of divinity in the soul and the purity of the heart all these things but behind this he thinking he saw ramakrishna have put into him this divine mother and vivekananda is only a tool to work for her needs and whatever she wanted to do she did it so that was the experience of sami vivekananda at the end of the life and it, he said that it is it is my doing i have done nothing it is mother did everything and that mother idea and the mother was injected in vivekananda as i said that story with the story of going to divine mother seeing the divine form and ultimately he also said mother kali is a philosophy or is truth i cannot express that that will remain with me and we die with that experience what is mother it cannot be expressed so mother that is the mother to understand that mother what color is she or what is her activity it is very difficult for us to understand but this much we can understand that meditating on her we can get out of our bondage there is a beautiful song ramakrishna used to sing about many times in the gospel you can find maybe several times we find this what she sings this is this is a beautiful song what she says oh mother in the dense darkness oh mother your formless beauty sparkles you have no form but your formless beauty i meditate on you and it sparkles in my heart therefore the yogis meditate in dark mountain cave in the lap of boundless dark oh great mahanirvana's waves upborn peace flows serene and inexhaustible taking the form of the void in the robe of darkness wrapped who art thou mother seated alone in the shrine of samadhi from the lotus of thy feet scattering feet the fear scattering feet flash thy loves lightning thy spirit face shines forth with laughter terrible and loud so sri ramakrishna listening to this song he is going to ecstasy and dr sarkar came because he was in the throat cancer ramakrishna is suffering dr sarkar said this is very dangerous this type of song should not be sung before ramakrishna the master partially lost the consciousness of the outer world said with the folded palm hearing that it should not be sung ramakrishna said no 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 why should i go to samadhi 
hardly had he spoken these words when he went into deep ecstasy his body became motionless his eyes fixed his tongue speechless he sat there like a statue cut in stone completely unconscious of the outer world turned inward was his mind ego and all other organs of perception so that is the mother we are talking about and that is the mother we worship in our kali puja night thank you om nityanand kari barabhay kari sundarj ratna kari nirdhuta khilaghor pavan kari pratyaksh maheshwari makshadwar kapat pat na kari kashipuradheshwari मिक्षांग देही कृपावलंबन करी माता अन्नपूर्णेश्वरी ओम शांति 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 ओ मादर अन्नपूर्ण ओ ग्रेट गॉडेस यू आर ऑलवेज बेस्टिंग हैप्पीनेस ग्रांटिंग बूंस एंड डिस्पेलिंग फियर्स ओ यू दी ओशन ऑफ ब्यूटी हु बेस्टोज प्योरिटी ऑन योर डिवोटीज वॉशिंग अवे ऑल देयर मिसडीड्स you throw the door to liberation wide open o presiding deity of benaras kashi o receptacle of mercy grant unto us the arms of spiritual wisdom om peace 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 be unto us all you've been listening to the voice of vedanta podcast from the vedanta society of southern california thanks for listening